The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 10th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way is a thief and abandoned. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them. And the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. The Gospel of the Lord. Grace and peace to you from God, our Creator, and Jesus, our Good Shepherd. Amen. Not going to lie, there are some times when I sit down and I read scripture and it feels like the scripture was written just for me. Case in point today is the gospel I just read out of John that says this. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they didn't understand what he was saying to them. Preach it, brother. So often, I'm tasked with preaching a sermon to help others to understand what Jesus is saying, to better grasp what it is that Jesus wants us to do. But more often than not, I'm just like the Pharisees. I have no idea what Jesus is talking about. I have no sense of where he's going or understanding of what he is trying to convey. Today is a great case in point. Today is Good Shepherd Sunday, and with it we have these images of sheep and shepherding. I grew up on the northwest side of Chicago where not many sheep or shepherd live, as it turns out. My whole entire life experience of sheep is really like the Lincoln Park Zoo, that little like farm section in the back. That is how I know what a sheep looks like. That is my extent of knowledge on the top. And yet today, I'm called to preach to help you to understand what does it mean for God to be our good shepherd. And as if, as if that wasn't hard enough, then our gospel today isn't just that Jesus is our good shepherd, but then Jesus has this gem for us. He says, I am the gate. What? I am the gate? Really? That's what I get to try to figure out? Jesus, the gate? Look, you're not going to sell a lot of bumper stickers with that kind of programming here, right? So there's more to it. And I think the key today on a day where we celebrate all things sheep and shepherding is to look at all of our texts holistically, to step back for a moment, take in the bigger picture, to understand that there are many images of shepherding, many images in the text alone. And maybe then, and only then, will we get a deeper appreciation of what's going on. We start then with like the psalm. Our psalm today is the image of what it's like to be shepherd. We'll move our way into our gospel in John, the image of the one doing the shepherd. Then, then we'll end in Acts. Acts, the image of a community that shepherds well. 
But as I mentioned, we're going to start with the psalm. Psalm 23, perhaps one of the most familiar texts in all of Scripture. Psalm 23. And it's familiar because of its most frequent application in a time of grief and loss and funerals. Psalm 23 is one of the most common funeral texts that I ever engaged, so it's kind of weird that today, a random Sunday at the end of April, the fourth Sunday of the season of Easter, here we are reading this text in a completely different context than what we're familiar with. And it's a great text. It has beautiful sort of themes of, of hope and comfort and resurrection, types of things that we need to hear when we are lamenting the loss of a loved one, the reassurances we need in the midst of our deepest grief when we need someone to shepherd us, to comfort us, to come and protect us, someone to lead us out of the dark valleys of our grief and to pursue us with God's goodness and God's mercy for all of our lives. And that last part's really important. This text is not just for those who are grieved, but this image of being shepherded is one that applies to each and every moment of our lives because it tells us at the end that goodness and mercy shall pursue us all the days of our life, that we may experience the abundance of Christ's love all the days of our lives as our cup overflows and we shall not be in want. And that pushes us into this experience of being a shepherd which is the image that we get in John's Gospel today. A shepherd who is known and also knows. That's so important to the human experience. At the end of the day, I want nothing more than to feel like I'm known by others. I want nothing more than for others in my presence to feel like I know them. Being known and knowing is so fundamental to the human experience, a yearning that we all have intrinsically created in us. And the shepherd, you see, the shepherd does these things quite well. The shepherd cares for the flock as a whole, but knows each individual person by name. Because you see, names, names are really important. It's by names that we truly feel understood. I think about baptism, for example. I stand at that font, and I take the child in my hands, and I call them by name as I prepare to welcome them into God's family, as I prepare to name them as a child of God. But the shepherd doesn't just know others, but the shepherd is also known, known by voice alone like a child by a parent. I knew my dad the moment he started yelling for me because that's the experience, right? You just know by voice. And the beauty here is that this voice is the voice of God. The voice of God can do pretty powerful things. It's the voice of God that creates order out of chaos in the book of Genesis and creates all things. It's the voice of God that echoes in Psalm 23 today, that comforts us in the midst of all things. 
It's the voice of God in Jesus Christ that proclaims a mission for the world that boils down to this. Jesus says, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Yeah, that theme of abundance coming forward, abundant life, abundant life in salvation, abundant life in resurrection, abundant life for all people. This is a good bridge then to our last text, that text out of Acts. Now, if you were listening, if you're reading, you will notice there's one thing missing from our reading from Acts today. That is any mention of sheep or shepherd. So now is when Pastor gets to do his theological gymnastics to tie everything into a neat little bow. So here we go. This text that we have out of Acts is about showing us a community that shepherds well. Now, this is the early believers here. Post-resurrection, post-giving of the Holy Spirit in the moment of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit has been breathed upon these early believers. They've been called out to the world to go and spread the good news of the resurrected Lord. And so they start forming community. Communities in their houses, communities in the temple, really communities anywhere they go. They begin to form these communities together. And in these communities, we're told that they would sell all their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had need. They would put all that they had together and distribute as people have need. And yes, socialism is what we call that today, but that's okay. Because this is a moment where what we see is a community that cares for each other. A community where everybody takes their abundance, places it together, and ensures that everyone is cared for in the process. That is a caring community. A community that shepherds well is rooted in this kind of caring generosity. And I see that in play here, in this community, in these communities that gather today. Yes, sometimes we show this generosity in giving financially to the church. We put the money together, we vote on a budget, pastor gets to buy his new yacht, and we're all happy, right? That's important. That's just a part of the puzzle. There's more to it. Because sometimes in this community, we shepherd each other by giving each other gifts. Maybe it's our time and our talents and service. Maybe it's comforting each other in our grief. Or maybe it's celebrating together life passages as a community. Sometimes we see that we have more than we could possibly use. The abundance opens up new opportunities. Here we are. Child Care Sunday. And I think about the relationship between the community that is the child care students and teachers and parents and all of the rest, and the church, the community of St. Paul. Years ago, how many years, 48 years, Karen? Holy moly, that was a few years before I was around. We had this opportunity. We had an abundance of space. And out of that abundance, we took that space and we offered it as a place for children to be gathered, to be cared for, to be shepherded, to grow not just in knowledge, but in faith, in community with one another. And then today, 
That community that benefits from the abundance of space shared with us an abundance of joy in their singing. And that's the beauty. Today, we come together as two communities, shepherding each other, but being shepherded in the process, sharing the abundant gifts we have, celebrating the abundance of God's love around us. Sometimes, sometimes a shepherd leads. Sometimes a shepherd pursues. Sometimes a shepherd gathers us as a community, and other times we're told that shepherds go and find the one who has strayed from the community. But at all times, Christ, our good shepherd, is known in the abundance of love that we share. See, here's the thing. Faith and these figures of speech that Jesus uses to explain it maybe aren't meant to be explained, but instead experience. So today, I hope you experience the abundance of the Good Shepherd's goodness and mercy, not just this day, but all the days of your life. Thanks be to God for this community gathered today by the Good Shepherd in Christ's love. Amen. Amen.